this podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content, and may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 13 of the Blood Crow Stories. You've been responding to the increased intensity. Well, don't worry. Those effects will fade, I think. Hey, everyone. Okay, this week I'm at Amelia's house. Eric has his family over to visit, and, um, well, I I wanted to give them space, and Chris is still not talking to me. (sighs) Amelia hasn't exactly been too warm either, but I think that's just... She's stressed at Chris and I fighting. I I don't want her to feel in the middle of everything, but she loves us and wants to help, so she told me to come stay here. I just don't feel very comfortable at home. She wishes this podcast would just end, but she's at least not as angry about it as she used to be. I'm still angry, but I know I can't stop you. Look, I want you to talk to Chris, I want you to end this podcast, and I want you to pass college. However, what I know more than anything is that you will not stop once you set your mind to something. It's one of the things that I love about you. So... I want to respect this and at least support you until you feel this is over. But you and Chris have to sort out your stuff. I know. I'm sorry. I I turned in my thesis. Promise. Well, hopefully you had as much passion in your thesis as you've had for the show. Yeah. Hey. Yeah? I love you. Don't forget that, okay? Hmm. I know it's all crazy stressful and we're all going through this together. But remember, I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. All right. I'll leave you to finish your podcast. I'm going to go play some Zelda. Okay. I'll finish soon. All right. Let's get started with Nora. She got back together with Arthur, and the rest of the tape was rather explicit, which I will not play because, yeah. But let's check in on her. I'm getting ready for Arthur to come over tonight. After last time, I just... I don't know, it's a big relief, you know? I feel like God was just... wanting to put me through hell to make me stronger. I can do anything as long as I have my Arthur. And tonight, I've ordered dinner in, and we're going to eat by candlelight, and just enjoy each other's company, just like old times. It's good to feel like I'm home for the first time. It really was beginning to tear me apart inside not having Arthur. I guess I had been a bit spoiled, and this has been the first time I've had to learn to live without him. I don't like it. I'm just glad I don't have to worry about it. Oh, I'm gonna go- It is a relief to hear her so happy, but that almost worries me. Even if everything goes perfect, I mean, the ship still sinks. I feel so close to her, but I know in the end she'll have to suffer, and God, that hurts. Okay, though there's another tape. Let me see how this goes. Nora! Darling, you look stunning. Oh, thank you. Is that the fur I got you? Yeah, this is the birthday one. The white fur you got me for Christmas is here, though. Well, I remember why I got it for you. It suits you perfectly. Thank you. I got us some dinner. Uh, If I remember correctly, you love steak? You know me so well. Oh, this is wonderful. It really is. The kitchen is quite talented. 
I'm glad they were able to bring the same class to the food here. I'd heard horror stories before of the food on ships being bland and flavorless. Oh, no, I meant us. Being together like this again, it's, it's wonderful. Oh, it really is. I'm going to miss it. Miss it? Oh, darling, let's, let's wait until after dinner to talk about things. I want to enjoy this meal with you. Oh, okay. I can't do this. I want to talk now. Darling, lower your voice. You know I won't talk to you when you're yelling. Fuck that. You can't just say things like you did, then expect me to sit here until you really say it. I wanted to have one last nice dinner before doing this, but since you insist, this is the last time we will see each other. I know we're on the same ship and being in the same room is unavoidable, but you ought to treat me like a stranger from here on out. Do not contact me or speak to me. Arthur. My wife and I are expecting a baby. Why didn't you tell me all of this before? She only told me this morning. Apparently she wasn't entirely sure until today. We've been trying for a while and it seems it finally took. I figured after all our years together I owed you a nice goodbye. A nice goodbye? After everything you said the other night? After all those promises? You're a real piece of work, Arthur. Nora, I told you to lower your voice. Why should I? Afraid your perfect little wife will know? I can't believe I followed you to this stupid boat. You told me you were never gonna have kids. I didn't ask you to follow me. I figured this problem would solve itself and you would move on. Move on? I've given you the best years of my life and you expect me to just say, Oh well, I came here to be with someone who said they loved me. And I did love you. Did? Those times are past and you need to move on. I don't want you to ever speak to me again. I have to do what's right by my family now. I can't take back everything you've done. But my priority now is my wife and our child. Do you have any idea what I've been through on this boat? Seeing bodies, being kidnapped, all this emotional torture I've been through, and you, you got the gall to do this to me? I'm not going to do this. It's over. Goodbye, Nora. There were some good news. Stop! Don't you walk out on me! Hey, Amelia? Yeah? Can you come here for a minute? Hold on, uh, let me get to a stopping point. Okay, there. What is it? I love you. Okay, you called me in here to say that? Just- Max, what's going on? This is getting really rough, and I wanted to tell you that. I really wish you would give this up. If it's hurting you this bad, just stop. You don't understand. I can't. Okay, well, I'm ordering pizza here in the next little bit, so you better hurry with all this. You've made a playlist before, right? Take the night off with me. How about I consider it? All right, but heavily consider it. (laughs) I promise. I really would not be able to make it through all of this without them. Okay, moving on from that, because I really just 
Can't fucking deal with it right now. Penny. Let's go to Penny. I told you I'm fine. This fussing is gonna have to stop. I'm not gonna stop. You've gotten dizzy twice now just walking around. It's just being on this boat. I ain't been on something moving for such a long time. It's gonna make me dizzy from time to time. No, it means you ain't been taking care of yourself. Oh, what? You ain't got a husband and now you gotta treat me like one? You know what? I'm tired of this. All this petty little fighting. You're my best friend and I'm sitting here trying to care about you. And you have to go and bring him up? I never should have told you. Oh, so you would have just been perfectly happy lying to me forever. If I had known you were going to be such a bitch about it, yes. You're no better, though. Marshall's gone forever, but you don't see me bringing it up and making fun of you for it. Marshall ain't gone forever. Penny, I need you to stop it right now. I'm in no mood to play your little game of delusions right now. He stayed behind because he thought the army could use him, and he's a big dumb fool for it. I kept him from going out to Black Chapel to help them fight that crazy serial killer, but army stuff he is just too stubborn about. He's gonna fight and protect us. Penny! We both know that's not the truth, and I need you to be an adult about this. If he ain't doing that, then what is he doing, hmm? You know good and damn well what's going on, and I'm not going to play this game with you. Leave me alone. Marshall is just being foolish, and that's all there is to it. Penny? Penny, you're looking pale. Penny! Penny! Oh, God, I was worried about this. Everyone else having these more violent ends, I, I didn't think about Penny's health being a factor in it. I hope she's okay. Maybe it's like low blood sugar or something? They they knew how to handle that back then, right? Oh, I hope so. Oh, next is Aiden. I should probably wait until the end. I doubt this is going to be happy. I mean, what is Aiden going to do? Out of nowhere, forget what just happened to him? Ugh, no, okay, I've got to do this now. I feel ready for it. Dr. Weissman, this is going to be my final tape. I'm not intended on anything, but I know it will be. The thing in this ship, I know it's coming for me. It's coming for all of us. He took Colin. He's taken everyone, one by one. And I know I'm next. I told you all this and you said I was paranoid. I can't blame you, but I was right. I was right about it all. This demon isn't going to stop until he gets every last one of us. I'm no demon. I've grown weary of you pathetic humans calling me devil, demon, monster, when I'm so much more. Then what are you then? Come out and show yourself. You, you. I was a part of this earth and its genesis. I have lived beneath its depths, feasting upon the little treasures that crawl on the planet's surface. I am ancient, and I've watched your kind grow and change. And every hundred years I take my feast. And this year is your lucky year. Lucky nothing. You're a monster and you're torturing innocent people for no reason. 
No human is innocent. You should know that. In the thousands of years I've walked this earth, I've never once encountered a purely good person. You all deserve me. And in all these years, I have refined my methods to make this more enjoyable for me. Then go feed somewhere else. Go take another group of people. Just leave us alone. See? There you go. You would sacrifice more innocent strangers just to protect yourself. Your idea of nobility is a lie. You're no different from me. Just doing what is best for yourself. You can't bear the thought, can you? And you and I are just alike. Except your heart is right with fear. Fear more deeply seated than any I've witnessed. That fascinates me. Why, why are you telling me all this? Because you amuse me. Because so far I've seen people fight back. People give up. People who practically fall in my lap. You're the first to greet me face to face. It's like we're friends. No. No, we're not friends. Colin was my friend and you took him. I'm looking you in the face because I always knew it was you. Everyone kept telling me I was crazy, but I knew it was you. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> oh no, you're not afraid of me. You're afraid of yourself. Afraid of losing control. Afraid of losing those you care about. Afraid of what darkness truly lurks inside you. No, 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 that's why you're wrong. I'm not a great man, but I'm a good man. I care about all these stowaways. I love people. I never harm no one that don't deserve it. I'd rather take my own life than let you win. Aiden, why do you have to make this so goddamn hard? I'm not afraid of you! I'm not afraid- <laughs> This is what you fear most, isn't it? Your body completely under my control. That's what I did to that chef friend of yours. And right now your heart is racing, wonder if I'm gonna put a knife through your head too. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll slowly peel your flesh off piece by piece as your mind inside is screaming. I'm in control now and your heart is racing violently. <laughs> I told you that you can't stop me. And now you truly believe. Aiden, I brought you some dinner. Can you open up? Oh, the young woman you love so much. And what's this? Guilt. Oh, your little Colin loved her, and you're ashamed because you loved her too. <laughs> this is rich. You know, I think we should let her in. Please don't do this. Aiden, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going through a lot. I can tell. I mean, you look like hell. I brought you some beef with onions. Thank you. Can you please go now? What? Aiden, what's going on? Just leave! I'm not leaving until you tell me what's going on! Why are you being so mean? I don't want you here for the... <laughs> no! Oh, don't leave. I want to see how his heart breaks when the light slowly leaves your eyes. No! Aiden, what's wrong with you? Run! Run, it's your only hope, run! I'm not going anywhere! Good. Sergia, why did you throw her? 
Because I know exactly how to destroy you completely from the inside. I think, let's take a walk. Amy, what's going on? You look like hell. Seriously, put, put the gun down. No, it all makes sense now. You're, you're the monster. Oh, no, no. All of this Seriously, is because no, of you. Wait, wait, listen to me. I don't listen to monsters. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Oh, God, Aiden. Max, Max, what's going on? Hey. It's Aiden. Aiden, the mo- The monster, eat. Max, this is why I want you to stop. Look at you. This isn't okay. You really have to stop this. Do I need to answer that? Please. We're not done talking about this. Okay. Hello? Oh, Professor! Uh, sorry, Max ran to grab some veggies for dinner and forgot his phone, apparently. What's up? He did? Oh my god. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I'll let him know. Yes, yes, he can finally get a good night's sleep and stop stressing. Thank you. Max, Max, baby, you passed. What? Your thesis. That was the professor. He loved your work. You passed, baby. I'm so proud of you. I did? I I passed? Yes, you did. Oh, baby, I know I fought you on all this, but he said your work was amazing. It was the most amazing thing he's ever seen from a student. I I should have been more patient. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just, I wanted you both to see. I I do, baby. I really do. I'm sorry for being so stern with you. You just, you haven't been taking care of yourself, and we were worried. We just both wanted you to be okay. I, um, I don't know what to say. Well, make a playlist and end your recording thing. I want to take you out for some Korean barbecue. We'll pick up Chris on the way. But... He'll understand. Trust me. He's going to be just as thrilled for you as I am. Come on. When's the last time we really had a date night? Make your playlist and I'll grab my coat. Um, okay. Um, I'm sorry, everyone, but this is, um, this is the one good thing that's happened. And I think a date night is something I really really need, so, um, here, I'll just play a few. Are you sure this is going to be okay? Uh, of course. I can sleep elsewhere. You... You've always been so nice to me. I really feel like I don't deserve it sometimes. Oh, but you do. Uh, you deserve way more than I can even give. I'm not fancy. I don't have money. I know this room isn't the best. It's perfect. Now, I know you're just being polite. Not at all. You... you have no idea what life was like before. Even fancy things can feel like rags when someone treats you like that. Sometimes I would have rather been drowning in the ocean. Sometimes it felt like I was. I painted so much because it was a way to escape. To make up places that were happy. 
really hard to describe. I can't possibly understand how that feels. I ain't never been anything like that before, but I do know I don't want you to ever be unhappy. So I'll do what I can for you. Thank you, Leo. I think I need to rest for a little bit. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to try and cook dinner tonight, if you want. Oh, can I help? You want to? Yeah, I learned a few things. All right, I'll do one of these patient review tapes for you, Dr. Weissman. I have in my care Penelope Rutherford. I was alerted to her condition by her friend. Her condition is stable. It seems she is resulting from severe dehydration and stress. Normally this would not lead to a fainting spell, but given her advanced age, the risk increases. I've ordered an IV for her, and I'm going to be monitoring her for the next couple of days. Given her degree of stress, if you are not currently seeing her, Dr. Wiseman, I would like to recommend her to you. Her friend stated she has not been caring for herself much in the face of missing her husband. He didn't come to the boat. I can only take care of her physical ailments, but I think she's going to need more than me. This has been a truly rough day. I received word that my patient, Mr. Aiden Manus, has passed away. Before that, he appears to have had a mental break and he murdered approximately 12 people. People have said that they have no idea what happened, and Mr. Manus appears to have behaved as something otherworldly. It seems his death was a, a manner of self-defense from Saoirse. These are my personal tapes, so I can be candid. I am devastated by this. His death came at the hands of the woman he loved, who he likely was about to hurt. He even killed the very stowaways that was his whole mission to take care of. Aiden was one of the kindest people I've ever met. I can't even really find words for the loss I feel right now. We had so many conversations that I had begun to think of him almost like a son, a good young man in need of someone to look out for him. That was my job, and I couldn't even do that. I feel as if I failed him, and I failed him in the worst possible way. I need to follow up with all my patients. I can't fail any of them, too. Cindy, 
Thank you for lunch. Um, would you please set it down and, and come here? I'd like to talk to you. Yes, ma'am. Please don't call me ma'am, just... But last time you said that I... I know what I said last time, and I, and I was wrong. I just... I couldn't admit you were right. What do you mean? Everything you said last time. You were right, and, and I couldn't admit it. I don't feel as bad as I should about my own husband's death, and I miss him, but... It's more like... I miss an old friend or a close relative. I miss someone I shared so many years with. But I haven't loved him truly in a very long time. I know. You, you what? That you didn't love him. I, I don't know anything more than that, and I don't presume to know anything. I've been around you two a lot, and I could, I could just tell. But it's not my place to ask. Cindy, you don't have to use the service voice with me. Are, are you sure? I, I, look, this is rather difficult for me, but I, I, I just need to say it to someone, or this heavy feeling is just never going to go away. Why, why say it to me? Because I... The other attendants, they gossip and... And I found out some things about you. Wait, wait, Ma Mary, I'm so sorry if anybody said something in inappropriate. No, but I, no, I swear, Cindy, I just stop. I just, I, I wanted to say, me too. Really? What do you mean? The reason I don't, didn't love Tommy. And when he was gone all the time with work or what have you, I didn't have to think about this. I didn't have to admit it or or deal with it. But then here, well, he was just around all the time. And then and then he started wanting children. And, and it just... And it became suffocating inside your own skin. It's like you're living inside this shell of yourself, but you can't get out or everything will go wrong. That's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> and I still can't even say it. <laughs> Sometimes I can't either. People are really horrible. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know how cruel people of, of my stature can really be. They sense any kind of issue and they just feast on it like sharks. Well, I don't think of you that way. If I'm honest, somebody else was supposed to bring you your meals. I convinced the waiter to trade with me so I could come down here every night. <laughs> and I've always been so very happy every time that I've seen you. Oh, God, it makes me feel so guilty. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Feeling guilty is what tells you that you're a good person. You still care about Tommy. And that is, at least you cared for how he cared about you. That's admirable. It could be so admirable to have fooled him for all this time. You were fooling yourself, too. Now you have a chance to be you. You can feel how you want to feel for the first time. Cindy, would you mind if I... I've hoped for a long time that you would. I think I... 
I think I have feelings for you. <laughs> I like you too. Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 1, The SS Utopia, is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Mel Seff is Eric Ravenscraft. Additional voices provided by Zachary Vaudo, Eric Green, Javakas Green, Audrey Statler, Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories and Facebook at facebook.com backslash the blood crow stories. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the blood crow stories to become a patron and receive behind the scenes access, bonus episodes, and monthly chats with cast and crew.